one of the things that we do know is that boredom or routinization um, will kill a marriage. Uh, so if you can go to a different place or as we're speaking of now, at least create something different in the environment, that's going to help. That's going to be different. That's going to be novel. This week, Dr. Karen Sherman and I discuss how couples can rejuvenate their marriage. It's really simple. Stay tuned. The holiday seasons are just around the corner and we have the gift that keeps on giving, the Hitched Wine Club. Each month, our wine club partner, Touring and Tasting, will deliver knockout wines to your door or business that you and your spouse can look forward to each month as your time to sit down, sip, and reconnect. With all the holiday meals hitting the table, you'll also feel great knowing that you won't have to stress about going out and getting wine to serve with it. We have a few different club levels and gift options are also available. To learn more, visit hitchedmag.com and click the Wine Club link. Again, hitchedmag.com and click the Wine Club link. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, Editor-in-Chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined by the original Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. Uh, Karen is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for 30 years. Karen is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. She is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can get all this information at her website, drkarensherman.com. Um, today, Karen, we are going to talk about how you, uh, not you specifically, but how our readers, our listeners can rejuvenate their marriage. Um, I just got back from vacation and it has been a long time and I had almost forgotten how great it felt uh, taking that kind of time off. And it wasn't that long, actually. It was only a week. Um but it was a week in which I made a concerted effort uh, to not just relax, because I feel like I'm a pretty laid back guy, but to not work, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. which is something kind of new for me. Um, and I think so. I, I after I got back, I felt great. I felt rejuvenated. I was ready to get back to the grind. Um, but I kind of feel like the same kind of thing can happen in marriage where. You get going with your routines and your schedules and and you kind of forget that feeling of rejuvenation within the relationship. Uh, So I wanted to talk about how couples can get that feeling. Uh, First, I want to make a distinction uh, that for me, at least the changing of the seasons isn't enough because, you know, my routines and, and how I live definitely changes when summer hits and it definitely changes uh, during the holiday season when I'm, I'm traveling and visiting families and having company and it might be seen as some downtime. Um, but it's also particularly with like the holidays and family and that kind of stuff. It, it is not as relaxing as a true vacation oh. type of, uh, <laughs> you know, kind of letting it loose. Right. Um, and it's just not enough. So my question to you is 
for rejuvenation, particularly of relationships, should it be about you as a as the couple and or you personally to get that benefit of rejuvenation as opposed to, you know, working about finding some fun time with family members or friends or whatever else? Well, I I think probably it's a little bit of both. Um, Let me first comment on a couple of the things you said. Um, First of all, when you talk about, you know, um, holidays and um, events like that, especially when you're sharing them with extended family, um, many people find that though it's nice to get together with family um, and it's nice to celebrate holidays, those are often very stressful times as well. So you're not going to rejuvenate during those periods. And it doesn't necessarily have to be stressful because you're sharing it with people who stress you out, but just the preparations of food and, you know, the gift giving and, you know, buying and all of that. Um, and, and, and just, you know, having other people at your house or you being at their house. So that's not going to rejuvenate you. The other thing that I'm going to say is I remember hearing this once at a conference that if you're going away with your children, that is a trip, which is different than a vacation. Mm. So when we're talking about rejuvenation, I think it's really important that um, you you – are going away for the idea of relaxing and tuning back into each other. And I loved what you said, Steve, that, you know, you're a layback kind of guy, but that what you did is you made the choice not to work, to really let go of that. And, you know, I would presume not only um, get yourself involved in fun activities, but really um, allowed you and Jess to be involved with each other and be very aware of each other. Uh, so just by doing that, it's going to help rejuvenate the relationship because that is, um, that having that time together and really spending, um, time that matters with each other is at such a premium that when you can do that, that's going to put a real, um, booster shot of uh, revitalizing and um, helping the relationship feel good again. Mm-hmm. I, I that's a I love that point that you made about how when you travel with kids, it's a trip and not a vacation. Uh, mm-hmm. And I know a lot of parents out there are probably thinking, no, but we go on family vacations. Uh, but I think to your point, they are still having to be parents. Uh, mm-hmm. as a prime as a prime objective, yes. even on a family vacation where they can't have that exclusive focus on their relationship. And when I say exclusive focus, it's not so much that you have to like sit down with workbooks and, and look in each other's eyes and talk about dreams and stuff, but you can have fun the same way that you were when you first started dating and you weren't thinking about all the other stuff. Exactly. You. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you got to watch out for you might have to uh, break up an argument between the kids. You have to watch out for, you know, people running in the pool and, you know, all sorts of things, buying, you know, uh, getting getting food for people, you know, meeting schedules and things like that. There's a lot more responsibility when you've got the kids along than when it's just the two of you. Uh huh. Uh, so when thinking about, you know, rejuvenating and focusing on you as the couple, the obvious thing for me that comes to mind is celebrating your anniversary. 
uh, which mm-hmm. is one of, one of the reasons why I'm such a big proponent of celebrating the big things, anniversaries, Valentine's, even though people think it's a, a made up holiday or whatnot. Um, it's an excuse that you can just focus on that thing unapologetically and nobody's going to be like, oh, look at these two. So mm-hmm. is there a way that you can get the most out of uh, your anniversary and perhaps other times of year? Well, I, you know, first of all, I agree with you. Um, I think that um, if, if nothing else, um, it helps you stop and you know, say, okay, this is a marker. This is something that we want to um, not just necessarily go through our day-to-day routine, but we want to acknowledge each other and we want to try to do something special. And I know there are some couples who feel like, you know, what's the big deal? But again, you know, as you said, it's a time to um, take the time um, to acknowledge each other. Um, does it have to be with lavish gifts and making, you know, major reservations and having it be expensive? No. Uh, but it could start, let's say a week before the anniversary or anniversary is coming. Um, you know, what are we going to do? Um, making plans. It could be making a plan that that night you're going to, um, let's say you have children and, and, get a babysitter or perhaps ask the grandparents if they could, if they're, if they're local, have the kids sleep at the grandparents' house. Um, again, so you have some private time and you're not spending a lot of money. Um, you could do something as simple as taking out your pictures from the wedding, or if you had a video, you know, rewatching it, but doing things that will help to recreate the nice feelings. Um, and then, you know, you have the anniversary Mm -hmm. and then after the anniversary, you can talk about what a nice day you had or what a nice evening you had. So you get as much bang for your buck as you can. Um, so so you lean on the nostalgia and, 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 and that, um, effort, you almost create your own new fresh nostalgia out of that old stuff. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. That's like compound interest. (laughs) (laughs) yes that's good steve i like that um okay i i I didn't mean to cut you off did you have other things no 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 no, that that's fine that's Uh, fine i liked what you said about compounding interest (laughs) okay uh now you you i mean we know that nostalgia is is a strong component to good relationships and um it's funny because uh my wife jess she loves uh, reminiscing and I'm just like, ugh, reminiscing. Uh, but I will indulge her because I know that she loves it. Um, so I, I, I concede that point. Do you have to get out of your physical environment to make this kind of rejuvenation more effective? Well, you know, just a few moments ago, I said, ship the kids off to grandparents and then just, you know, create a nice environment at home. So you, you know, you don't have to, but notice I just said, create a nice environment at home. I do think you need to mix it up a little bit, do something different. So you don't have to physically leave, but the environment itself would benefit from a change. Yes. Yes. Now, one of the things, and we've said this on podcast previously, one of the things that we do know is that boredom or routinization um, will kill a marriage. Uh, so if you can go to a different place or 
as we're speaking of now, at least create something different in the environment, that's going to help. That's going to be different. That's going to be novel. Um, but if your idea of rejuvenating is, okay, we've shipped the kids off, and so what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? All right, we might as well just put on a movie and you both fall asleep. That's not really going to help much for rejuvenating, you know, getting the spark going again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, if you don't, and I know this is a, lo- a, a problem for a lot of people, if you don't have the money to do uh, big things or creative things, um, and you, I'm going to throw this in quotes, don't have the time to, to, uh, do any of this stuff. Do you have any thoughts on helping those folks? Uh, Okay. So again, I'm not going to accept that you don't have the time Mm -hmm. because we all, the, the one equalizer, no matter how much money you have, no matter what religion you are, you know, what, what faith you, you know, what faith, ethnicity, country, you come, there is one thing we all have, the same amount of time in the day. Mm-hmm. No, nobody gets more, nobody gets less. It depends on what you want to do with it. Mm-hmm. And when I'm working with couples and I go through this with them, they will say, oh, we don't have time. And I say, let me ask you something. If you knew that unless you can spend 15 minutes, you know, once a week um, with your spouse, that your life was going to depend on it or something terrible was going to happen to your children. Or, and I make it, you know, something dramatic. Sure. Could you find the 15 minutes? And they thought, well, yeah, sure. I said, OK, fine. You know, that is a choice. You, of course, can do it. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of saying this is important. This is a priority. Having time, making time, that's a choice. Now, that being said, you might not have the money, mm-hmm. but there are lots of creative ways to do things that are different. So take a drive and go to a new, go explore a new area. Um, have you know, date nights, which also are rejuvenating, where each one of you takes a turn coming up with an idea for how you're going to spend that date night. And it's a surprise where it's the planning, it's the fun, it's, you know, mm-hmm. being creative. And again, it doesn't have to be, you know, earth shattering or very expensive. You know, it could be where, I mean, this is silly, but this is the first thing that's popping into my mind where um, it's a mystery and you have to find the clues in the house. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of it, when you find the clues, you get to have an ice cream cone or something like that, Um, you know, or make Sundays together. But you've, you've got to find the clues to the house. But you do something so that at least you are not doing waking up at seven o'clock, going through the routine of the day, coming home, eating supper, you know, doing what you have to do for the night, going to sleep and waking up the next morning and starting all over again. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, with that being said, uh, it sounded like those are some good date ideas. And when I started, when we started this conversation, I mentioned that I had been on vacation and it wasn't very mm-hmm. long. It was, it was a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But I have taken weekends where I've 
made a concerted effort to relax over the weekends. And I didn't mm-hmm. have that same feeling of rejuvenation that I did after mm-hmm. a week. And again, it was mm-hmm. a week out of my environment, all that other stuff. Is there mm-hmm. a, like a, a, a set amount of time that it takes to get that kind of a feeling? Well, I think, unfortunately, most of us are very busy and very stressed, even if you are. And I let me finish the thought before people start screaming at me. <laughs> I'm about to say, even if you're a working mom or um, I'm sorry, a stay at home mom or a stay at home dad, because those people are working really hard as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but you're but you're home. And so that's exhausting as well. Um, and I would imagine so, if you if you're one of those people, uh, you know, so, in, you know, trying to rejuvenate from the home might even be extra difficult because that is the environment that is their workplace. Right. Right. OK. So so everybody's under stress. OK. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not going out to your workplace, everybody's under stress. And that being the case, very often it does take a little while to unwind That's why going away, going away from the environment, having about a week is helpful because um, it gives you that time to unwind. But there are some things you can do to speed up the process. Maybe a couple of days, let's say you've only got a weekend, Mm -hmm. maybe a couple of days beforehand, you start doing some relaxation exercises, Maybe you start, you know, um, doing some meditation. Maybe you start doing some of the anticipatory uh, dialogue with each other so that you start to put yourself into that frame of mind so that when you get there, you don't have to, (laughs) that is going to sound so silly, work so hard at relaxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have to get into the groove, yeah. That's correct. You've already started that process. Mm -hmm. And the truth of the matter is that if somebody even takes a five minute, I want to say nap, but it's not really a nap, but five minutes to Mm themselves where they try to sort of block out everything and really just do some deep, slow breathing. And just really focus and, you know, concentrate on the here and now, even that's rejuvenating. And so when you asked at the beginning, should it be as a couple or as an individual? I think that if each person would do that, that that would then help the couple because we feed off of each other's energy. Mm-hmm. So if even if you only had a day together, if each of you would take like for a couple of days beforehand, do this breathing and relaxing, and then you're feeding off of each other. Then when you finally have your day together, you're coming into it already in a more relaxed state. You're more available to each other. Your energy is in the right place and you can really get the most bang for your buck. Yeah. You're, you're bringing your best self to the relationship. That's correct. That's correct. I, uh, so on, uh, when I was away, I was talking to somebody and I think it was you who brought this up once where when you're on an airplane and they go through the whole safety spiel 
and mm-hmm. they say, uh, you know, if something happens and the air masks drop down, the first thing you do is you put the mask on yourself before right. you help the other passenger because you're no good to them if you yourself right. can't breathe. That's and correct. It's I'm I'm constantly reminded of that, particularly when it comes to relationships of you have to take care of yourself because if you're not your best self, mm-hmm. the, your partner's not going to get their their best partner. So that's correct. You have to put that oxygen mask on first. That that's right. That's right. Um, okay, so we've kind of talked about uh, what to do and and how long it might last. Uh, now, the final thing I would like to ask is um, how how often should you attempt to make these rejuvenation efforts? Uh, because you know, to be honest, like we we are getting back into the groove. Like we do have to get stuff done and live life. And uh, as an aside, I just saw this uh, report that came out that said. Uh, I think it's 44 million Americans have a side hustle, uh, a side business in addition Mm. to their regular work, Mm -hmm. which is Mm -hmm. a huge number. I mean, that is, that is uh, like really large. So I want everybody listening to know that when, you know, when I make these comments about, you know, the quote unquote, you don't have enough time. Like I realize people are busy. Uh, I, I mean, my wife runs a podcast in addition to her day job and I get it. Like she's got her side hustles. I've got my side hustles. Everybody I know has their side hustles. Everybody's super busy. Um, and so I realize that doing this all the time is going to be tough. So Karen, how, how frequent should people, couples attempt to rejuvenate the spark in their relationship? <sighs> It'd be nice if you could do it you know, every couple of months, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about like, you know, going away, but I don't know that that's feasible for most people. Mm-hmm. I would say that if you could do these little mini vacations, which might mean just having a couple of hours for yourself, but again, where you're bringing your best self to those couple of hours, but did it on a consistent basis, like, you know, maybe once every two months or so, that that would really be tremendously helpful to the relationship. Um, Go ahead. I was going to say, can we set a baseline of at least annually on your anniversary, you should attempt to rejuvenate? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And and when you, I was just going to say, one of the things you were talking about earlier about getting the most bang for your buck, uh, and I know this works. Um, it works on date nights. It works on all sorts of things about anticipation. You build that anticipation. And yeah, if, for example, you know that you do something cool, fun that you both enjoy on your anniversary, you can really milk that. You can put down a calendar, you can talk about it (laughs) leading up to it. Uh, you can explore, uh, all the things you want to do or see or experience, weeks in advance. And so you really get to milk, even if it's just Mm -hmm. a long weekend, you really get to milk it uh, for months and months and months. So you like, just know that you can really get a lot more bang for your buck than just 24, 48 hours or however long you're able to actually do something like that. Right. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but I, I think the most important thing again is trying to stay on top of it 
And if you bring your best self uh, on a regular basis, um, it will keep the ball rolling. It will keep things going as smoothly as possible. Um, the other thing, because I know that that question is coming, um, <laughs> right. is um, I have found it very useful that if you're going to have a day where you're really looking to rejuvenate or or a weekend or a week, it's very useful to talk about what your expectations are for that time together, because without realizing it, people often have an image in their mind of what that time together is going to look like, but don't share it necessarily because it doesn't occur to them. And then what happens is you're together and it's not working out the way you wanted to. And you start to get really um, upset, you know, while you're away, but you don't necessarily discuss it while you're away because you don't want to ruin things. But yet, meanwhile, it's, it's bothering you. Mm. And then you come home and you're disappointed. So it's it takes five minutes, um, but it's important to let your partner know, you know, this is the kind of thing I'd like to see happen or, you know, this is what I'm looking forward to, you know, what what are the things that you'd like, because then you can get on the same page with it and it can turn out to be, you know, more in sync with, with excuse me, with what both of you want. That uh, that is such a great point. I it's it's interesting you said that because before we left, and uh, I have to give my wife a lot of credit for my feeling of rejuvenation because before we left, she said we're taking this trip, and I would really like it if you tried not to work. Mm-hmm. So she set the expectation because she wanted to spend more time together, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and I took that to heart. And I told her, you know, these are my expectations. And, you know, I wanted to run in the afternoons and whatever else. And so we Mm -hmm. laid out those expectations and that had a tremendous effect on and being able to enjoy it the way that we did. The other thing that uh, as you were talking that I wanted to just one final tip, if I could throw it into the ring here, is we we were um, near a beach. And so we would go to the beach every day. One Mm -hmm. of the things that I did was I left my phone behind. And anybody wow. who knows me knows like what a tech nerd I am. Um, and that's, again, I'm not trying to say that I didn't pick up my phone later in the day or whatever, but mm-hmm. for a great stretch of the day, I was mm-hmm. without communication. People could not reach me uh, through mm-hmm. email, through text, through phone calls. Like I was MIA. And huh. it uh, again, it was liberating um, and lo and behold, the sky did not fall and, uh, <laughs> and I survived it. I totally survived it. And, you know, and I love me some social media and I, I love consuming every bit of breaking news that comes out. Like I just love all of it. And, uh, but it was also nice to just have that weight lifted off of like, I don't have to keep up with every bit of information uh-huh. that's coming out in the uh-huh. world. So, uh, I recommend, you know, making that attempt as well, just leaving your phone behind. And once you don't have it, there's nothing you can do about it. So you get really right. free about it really quick. Right. Right. It's hard to do because we've all become so attached to it, but uh, I a- left my phone uh, by mistake. And once you accept the fact that you don't have it, you just have to go with it. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, you know, it is a tool that I would not want to go on any kind of a trip without. Like, uh, honestly, uh-huh. I it, I was having a conversation um, 
uh, not that long ago with somebody about how easy it is to travel internationally now if you have a mm-hmm. smartphone because you can pull up yeah. GPS directions, never have to know where right. you want to go. You need a place uh-huh. to stay. You can pull up the best hotels in the area or the cheapest hotels in the area, whatever you need, need a food recommendation. Right. It's got, you got yell like it is yep. so yep. easy and not even getting into like paying for things with, you know, smart payment systems and translating texts with your phone. Like it's just, it's, they are remarkable devices. And, and like I said, yeah, it, leaving uh-huh. it behind though, it was this like weight lift. It was like taking off clothes. You're just like, Oh, this feels free. And this <laughs> feels really good. So, uh, yeah, so I recommend that too. Um, it sounds like you've already given us your last tip. So, I did. I snuck so, it in. You did. You did. <laughs> so we will wrap this up. This was this was fun, Karen. Um, I, this wasn't like the most exciting of topics when I uh, when I proposed it, but I think we laid out some like pretty good <laughs> info today. So thank you so much for your insight and time, and look forward to doing it again next week. Absolutely. Take care. All right. Uh, before we uh, click off here, I want to remind you that you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, who is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for 30 years. Karen is the author of Mindfulness in the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. She is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. You can get this at her website, uh, this information at her website, drkarensherman.com. You can also find her stuff on our website, hitchedmag.com. We have a bookstore where you can find her books. We have the podcast uh, tab where you can find all the archived episodes. Uh, And of course, we have thousands and thousands of articles on just a huge variety of topics to help you improve your marriage. And uh, if you uh, want that information, but you can't really remember what our URL is or whatever, it's hitchedmag.com. Sign up for our newsletter. It's free. And we will just send you a weekly email that gives you the uh, highlights of the fresh content that we produce each week. So uh, again, hitchedmag.com. Click on the newsletter link, sign up. It takes just 30 seconds and uh, you'll stay up to date including on the latest episodes of this podcast that we produce. So uh, one last time, thank you so much, Karen. Thank you, Steve. All right, that's going to do it. Take care, everybody. Hey, 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 are you ready? We look into each other's eyes. We know that it shows.